Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on News Talk. Let's have a look at the main business stories in the newspapers and websites, which we will do in the adulated company of Dan Moroni from RBC Brew and Dolphin. Good morning, Dan. Good morning, Joe. Any long weekend plans? Are you taking the boat out, for example? No, I actually kept forgetting there was a bank holiday on Monday all week. I tried to schedule stuff and people kept reminding me that uh, we, we don't have to go into work on Monday. So it's it's still, uh, I'm getting accustomed to it, all right. shall we say. I suppose you're a bit of a workaholic, so you want to work seven days a week anyway, don't you? Oh, I wouldn't go that far. No. <laughs> <laughs> so you may take a few hours off over the weekend, is that it? I may indeed, I may indeed, yeah. All right, okay. Particularly this evening, probably around 8pm, I'd say, when the... Ireland-France match kicks off. You will be. Will you be found in a bar or will you be found at home watching that? I will be found in a bar, I would say, more than likely, yeah. All right, okay. Well, your wife knows where to reach you anyway, as usual. <laughs> anyway, let's start um, with the, the paper review. Um, I see that PayPal uh, is cutting more than 200 jobs in Ireland. Yeah, n- not great news. Um, this uh, Kira O'Brien story here in the Irish Times that uh, PayPal is looking to cut around 200 jobs from its Irish workforce. They do um, employ more than 1,800 people here. Um, and for what it's worth, the, the company are saying they're, they're, they remain committed to their business here. But still, this is a blow. Um, it, it, this is clearly of a theme of which we've been talking about now for, for well over a year. Rationalization broadly in the in the tech, in this case, the fintech space. Um, the chief executive, Alex Chris, um, he's only been in the hot seat for a few months. He said the company is going to reduce its overall workforce by about 9% this year. And then the company, um, through a spokeswoman, were saying that, you know, it, this is the kind of language we've become used to. Cuts are part of a strategic transformation and they're positioning the, themselves for growth. But the company's had difficulty over the last couple of years. There's been corporate missteps. There's faltering earnings. You know, full year guidance has been lowered again and again in terms of their uh, operating margins. So it, it's it's a company that has been been struggling, and this is clearly uh, not great news at all to hear in terms of the Irish workforce. Absolutely not. And uh, there will be a consultation process, and there won't be any redundancies until the consultation process is done. And um, mm-hmm. one technology company uh, that was having a good week is Meta. Their shares were soaring overnight. Yeah, it's an extraordinary round trip that, that Meta has had over the last 18 months or so. Um, lots of stuff that markets like to hear. Um, they will be paying their first dividend. Um, you know, we're coming up on the 20th anniversary of, of um, what was Facebook and is now Meta. Um, and they beat expectations in terms of top line growth and profitability. They're announcing a 50 cent per share dividends and they've authorized more uh, share repurchases, another 50 billion share repurchase program. Which will push up the value of the shares. Absolutely. It's it's another way of returning excess capital to shareholders. This company um, generates a significant amount of cash and dividends and share repurchases are obviously a couple of ways that they can return capital to shareholders. Revenue beat expectations quite significantly, about 40 billion for the fourth quarter, which is significantly above what generally analysts were expecting. And net income was up about 200%. It was up to about 14 billion, mm. which comes in at about 5.33 a share, $5.33, and expectations were a little under $5. So really significant beat in terms of the expectations. Yes. And they have, as you said, had a massive uh, turnaround because when Apple said uh, that they were going to kind of tweak their settings uh, to opt people deliberately out of sharing personal information with Facebook and Meta and Instagram. Um, Meta shares struggled, but they have turned things around amazingly in the in the last year. 
Yeah, they they spooked the market would be probably the the simplest way of putting it. And it was the issues around Apple, and then concern about was the company going to pivot entirely away from its bread and butter being a social me- a social media company that uh, advertisers love to advertise on the platform, and were they going to pivot too hard towards the metaverse, which was you know it it was a gamble, and markets were uncertain, and when markets are uncertain, they tend to sell first and ask questions later. So the share price obviously took. A, a real beating there about a year, year and a half ago. Um, but the recovery has been exceptional now. We're, we're up at all-time highs again. Now, talking about selling, um, Sherry Fitzgerald is one of the biggest estate agents in the Republic of Ireland, but they're dipping the toe in their water north of the border. Yeah, Ryan McAleer is a story in the Irish News. Um, they're, they're buying Simon Bryan Residential. It's it's a very significant move, really, into, into Northern Ireland. Uh, we don't know what the value of the deal is yet, but um, Simon Bryan Residential, that will continue to trade under its own name. Obviously, has an established brand in the north of Ireland. And the, the Sherry Fitzgerald chief executive, Stephen McKenna, is quoted saying this is, you know, the firm's, it's their first strategic venture into Northern Ireland. But they want to establish what they're describing as the foremost estate agency network in Northern Ireland. And Simon Bryan, for their part, are saying that they see the opportunity for, for, for them, for their clients, that they can leverage off the technology and the platforms that Sherry Fitzgerald have developed down here. That will help them grow north of the border. Yes, indeed. Of course, the, uh, the house prices are not as high north of the border, so the, the commissions won't be as high uh, in that respect. Uh, but who knows what will happen in the coming in decade or so. There may be... Um, there may be changes afoot politically, put it that way. Anyway, um, let's move to the Financial Times. They have a story about electric vehicles and Volvo. Yeah, uh, Peter Campbell in the in the FT is um, uh, brings to our attention Volvo are going to stop funding their Polestar electric sports car brand, and they're looking at selling their shareholding. They own about forty eight percent of Polestar, and, and they're, it was spun out of Volvo a couple of years ago and listed. But they've had their problems. They've had problems with the release of new models and the shares have really struggled since issue, to, to put it mildly. And it's not just specific issues with the company, but as we know, there's there have been general investor worries about the global electric vehicle sales slowdown that we, we've been seeing. Um, they feel, Volvo feel that Geely, their parent company, is, uh, to quote their, their chief executive, Jim Rowan, it's a much more natural holding company for, for Polestar. So um, we'll see how that evolves. Pulsar also need capital. They need about 1.3 billion capital in terms of capital. So um, their own chief executive, Thomas Ingolath, is quoted in the story as saying, well, he might say the changes are very positive, but uh, importantly, talks would on raising say that. their capital. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it, they're saying that they're well progressed in terms of raising capital. And uh, clearly, th- this is a restructuring, a, a change in ownership. And Volvo are cutting ties. Um, but it does seem to be the case that Geely, the, their Chinese parent company, a lot of the technology that's going to be going into the Polestar cars will be more aligned with their tech rather than Volvo's. Yeah, I was looking at the, the sales of types of vehicles in Ireland in 2023 uh, and the share of the market for electric vehicles, as in pure electric battery powered vehicles, has fallen uh, in the past year. Um, but hybrids are very popular because people are still a little bit anxious about the infrastructure. Do you have an EV by any chance, Dan? I don't, but I would imagine my next purchase will probably be an EV. Um, but yeah, it, it's widely widely known concerns about the extent to which uh, infrastructure is being implemented. And you know, there's a lot of anecdotal stories about people not being not being comfortable with the the current ranges and their ability 
to recharge cars at various parts of the country. And that, that extends obviously beyond Ireland as well. Yes. Well, we'll be speaking about charging electric vehicles uh, in a little bit uh, in a little bit later in the programme. Now, uh, as expected, no changes from the big central banks when it comes to interest rates this week. But Dan, are we any wiser about when these rate cuts will happen, especially for us here in the ECB? I don't think so. I mean, we can always look at what markets are pricing in. And, you know, in terms of the ECB and the Federal Reserve in the US, you know, markets are broadly pricing in about one and a half percent of cuts in the, for the rest of the year. Um, the Federal Reserve in particular were kind of um, balancing their language, should I say, in their statements. Um, there, there's clearly a tension between, OK, inflation is falling, but given the extent of the inflationary spike in 2022, it's certainly a significant number of committee members in in all central banks who want to see absolute certainty that inflation really has been slayed and is down and is staying down. Um, there's also a very positive reason for 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 not necessarily seeing rate cuts as quickly as people would have expected, because particularly in the US, economic growth is still pretty strong. Corporate yeah. earnings are fine. The consumer is fine. So the economy is humming along nicely and isn't crying out for rate cuts. Yeah, whereas certainly bits of the Eurozone definitely are, especially Mm. Germany and other parts. Dan, thank you so much. Uh, Don't forget to write your home address on your hand in case you drink too much this evening. Um, That's Dan Moroni there from RBC Brew and Dolphin watching the match this evening in in a bar somewhere in Dublin, possibly. Breakfast Business with Enterprise Ireland on Newstalk.